Are you looking for more ways to learn about military and veteran culture? Are you a mental health professional or public health professional without lived experience in the military but find yourself working with veterans? Are you a caregiver or a family member of a veteran? Then you might be interested in a series of books that have been released with you in mind. By going to veteranmentalhealth.com forward slash books, you can check out three books that give you an insight into veteran mental health from a combat veteran perspective. These books are a collection of short, consumable essays that discuss a wide range of topics related to mental health and wellness in post-military life. Head on over to veteranmentalhealth.com forward slash books and check them out for yourself or follow the link in the show notes. Welcome to the Change Your POV Podcast. You're listening to Headspace and Timing, a show dedicated to breaking down the stereotypes of veteran mental health. I'm your host, Dwayne France. Let's get ready to make sure that your headspace and timing set correctly. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Headspace and Timing. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for checking us out. As many of you who serve know, the M2 machine gun, the 50 cal, is one of the greatest weapons in the military's arsenal. The weapon's headspace and timing isn't set right, however, it's just a huge chunk of metal. Veterans can be rendered inoperable if their headspace and timing's not set correctly either. That's my mission here, to raise awareness about veteran mental health and reduce the stigma against seeking support. Each week we'll talk about different aspects of veteran mental health and interview mental health professionals that are working with veterans, service members, and their families around the country. Hey folks, welcome to the Headspace and Timing Podcast. My name is Dwayne France and I am your host. Every week I'm going to be bringing you a little bit of information about veteran mental health. Sometimes we do have some interviews, but today's show is going to be another episode based on a blog that I have written uh, over on veteranmentalhealth.com on the Headspace and Timing blog. You know, there's a lot of conversation about mental illness uh, and, uh, and, and a broken veteran and a wounded veteran, invisible wounds and all these different things. Uh, but today I want to talk to you a little bit about some different things when it comes to veteran mental health. You know, you don't have to be in crisis to talk to a mental health professional. Uh, it's, it's not really um, required. You know, uh, as a mental health counselor, I often see veterans when their life is spun out of control, you know, the drinking got too much, they're about to lose their job, their family. Um, obviously, veteran suicide uh, is is a critical epidemic, and they're about to lose their life. You know, uh, if I were an emergency room doctor, a lot of the veterans I see would be walking in with three fractures and bleeding from a thousand cuts. And uh, it really doesn't have to be that way. We don't actually have to wait until things get to the point where it's an actual crisis uh, before we do something. There's a national organization, Mental Health America, and, and they say it pretty well. I'm going to link, this, link to this in the show notes. But it asks, why do we have to wait for stage four mental health conditions to take action? Before stage four is an idea that takes the concept of taking care of our physical health at early warning signs and applies it to our mental health. Uh, there's uh, something from their website uh, that uh, I'm going to read here. Uh, but uh, again, I'm going to link to their website specifically uh, in the show notes. Mental Health America says, when we think about cancer, heart disease, or diabetes, we don't wait years for treating them. Uh, we start before stage four. We begin with prevention. 
When people are in the first stage of those diseases and beginning to show signs or symptoms like a persistent cough, high blood pressure, or high blood sugar, we try immediately to reverse the symptoms. We don't ignore them. In fact, we develop a plan of action to reverse and sometimes stop the progression of the disease. So why don't we do the same thing for individuals who are dealing with potentially serious mental illness? So then uh, why would somebody go see a mental health professional if they weren't crazy? You know, I hear the objections. I hear them all the time. You know, hey, employers already think all veterans have PTSD. Why play into the stereotype? Uh, that might be perpetuating the stigma, though. It, it's not reducing it. But why wait until you're in crisis before you do something about it? So today I want to talk about three reasons to find a good mental health professional to talk to. The first reason to find a, a clinical mental health professional to talk to is to become a better version of yourself, to, to essentially upgrade yourself. You know, you may be doing pretty well in life. Transition out of the military, it's not going too bad. You've got a job. Might not be as cool or as satisfying or, or as fun as you were as the job you had when you're in the military, but you know, what can you expect? At least pays the bills, right? Or maybe you're in school, you know, it's going okay. It's not what you thought it would be. Maybe it's a little easier. Maybe it's a little harder. Just because you're doing okay, though, doesn't mean that you can't be doing better. I've worked with veterans who are doing okay, but didn't realize that there were steps that they could take to improve. An okay life is not a great life, so why settle for a little when you can get a lot? Mental health professionals have the training, the education, and the experience to be able to help you get the insight that you need to make a good life better. You might go to a personal trainer to take your fitness to the next level, and athletes have coaches to help them develop. Why don't we do the same thing for our mental health? This idea of becoming a better version of yourself uh, is something that we do physically, so why can't it we do something? Uh, why can't it be something we do mentally? Uh, another reason why to go see a mental health professional, uh, to go see a, a psychologist or a therapist. Uh, is uh, is the fact that you, you did the same kind of stuff when you were in the military. You did it to your gear. Nearly every piece of equipment in the military that I dealt with had a preventive maintenance schedule. You know, maybe we would always didn't follow it, but when you didn't follow it and you needed something, it always broke. You know, uh, I was in logistics. I was a transporter. You know, it's uh, preventive maintenance checks and services. But we did it for our weapons. We did it for our vehicles. Uh, we did it for our communications. We even did it for our gas masks and our computers. Why not preventive maintenance on our way of thinking? Taking a look at our actions and behaviors, figure out what's working, what's not working, and doing something about it. While we were in the military, we always worked on developing our strengths while minimizing our weaknesses. Why do we avoid doing the same thing when it comes to our thought processes and our personal interaction with others? We can kick the tires and change the oil and catch stuff while it's small, before it becomes catastrophic and before it comes to the point of being a phase four or a stage four crisis. A third reason why someone could, uh, could interact with a mental health professional, um, and it's not because you have PTSD or something, is because veterans, those who served in the military, saw and did things outside the normal realm of human experience. It's simply the truth. Um, the things that we did when we were in the military are not typical things that most people um, interact or deal with um, throughout their lives. I'm not talking about combat, you know, there's that, of course, but the things that we did in the military aren't things that people did. Uh, I was talking to a group of veterans recently, and I asked them if they missed the gas chamber. You know, if 
those of you who uh, listen to this aren't veterans, uh, part of our military training was to deliberately be exposed to tear gas. Uh, or is as we know it CS gas. You know, most people would see that as a a traumatic event and only in extreme circumstances. And while I won't say that many people did it willingly, we did it, and and it's something that we had to do throughout the uh, throughout our military career. We jumped out of perfectly good airplanes and jumped off of tall walls and in, in buildings with ropes tied around our waist. We walked for miles and miles with heavy weight on our backs and ended up back where we began. Why? What do we do these things for? We did it in order to develop the physical strength and endurance to be able to fight and win our nation's wars. Years of doing that changes you. None of us, whether civilian, military, in the service, out of the service, we're not the same people that we were when we were 17, 18 years old. We grow, we mature, we learn things, we endure hardship. But when you're in the military, those kind of things change you in ways that you may not be aware of. Didn't mean that you were crazy then in the military and you're doing it doesn't mean that you're crazy now. But trying to make sense of why you did it and how it's changed you and how it's changed how you see the world, that doesn't make you crazy mean that doesn't mean that you're crazy either. You know, there's probably more reasons to this, and I'd love to hear them. You know, I'm I'm writing a pretty big blank check for you to walk into your local mental health counselor uh, to to say, hey. You know, I, I want you to, to kick the tires and change the oil and, and really just do a checkup. Um, but you're a mental health professional. They're licensed. They're professionals. They can handle it. You know, going in and checking it out will take us uh, overcoming some of the stereotypes and preconceived notions that we have about therapy and counseling. And that's really, you know, what this whole show is about is to change the way that we, veterans, we as a community change the way we think about veteran mental health. It's not all about getting meds thrown at you or sitting or sitting on the floor cross-legged, you know, somebody burning incense. There are mental health providers out there that get it. You know, the uh, there's a resource page on the uh, Headspace and Timing website and organizations uh, like, um, you know, like uh, the Cohen Veterans Network. And, and we heard from uh, uh, Anthony Hassan uh, back in Episode 8 about the Cohen Veteran Network or programs like Given Hour, programs like the Headstrong Project. And these organizations uh, that are community providers, uh, as well as the Department of Veterans Affairs. You know, you, you hear horrible things about Department of Veterans Affairs, but you won't know unless you check it out. Uh, and why wait to get to a point where you're in a crisis uh, before you do that? So a real short episode today. This was just a, a real quick one to talk about some of the things that uh, some of the reasons why a veteran might uh, see a mental health counselor uh, and it has nothing to do with PTSD. You know, go over them again real quick. You know, there's the upgrade version to become a better version of yourself, to take yourself to the next level, to be sharper, to be uh, to be more stable, to, to get beyond an okay life and actually live a life of pleasure and a life worth living. You know, second reason is uh, the fact that you you did preventive maintenance and you you made you did maintenance on your gear while you're in the military. There's no reason why you can't do it uh, on your way of thinking uh, while you were out. You know, preventive maintenance, uh, getting stuff off your chest, uh, talking about it, uh, it it actually does help. You've heard people here on the show uh, come back uh, even as early as uh, my my fellow uh, host uh, Jeff. All the way back, and I think it was uh, episode four, um, was talking about how finally getting to the right clinician and, and maintaining through uh, was able to help him get beyond what he was uh, dealing with. So, 
you did preventive maintenance on your equipment to make sure it didn't fail you when you critically need it in the military. So you can do the same kind of thing uh, while you're in the uh, while you're going through your transition in your post-military life. And then just the fact that you saw and did things outside the realm, normal realm of human existence. I think uh, by the time that I was 21 years old, I had visited something like, you know, 15 different countries or, you know, it was some, some amazing, uh, uh, good friend of mine. And I won't say his name because I didn't get his, uh, uh, his permission, but he'll, he'll know who I'm talking about As we spent uh, New Year's Eve, 1997, uh, sitting, uh, on a floating restaurant in the Mediterranean, eating Hassan pfeffer and drinking Spanish wine. Um, and, and both of us at that time, we were like, you know, the, people we went to high school with just couldn't even conceive of, of what we did. And there's, there was a lot of really great stuff that you did, you know, it's a, a lot of really, you know, great memories. And then there's stuff that, uh, that we just, we, we, we experienced that most people don't experience. And you see that whenever you get two veterans kind of, uh, meet, uh, just in a random way. Uh, I, I remember, uh, me and Bennett, when we, uh, first, uh, uh, started uh, uh, checking this thing out with the podcast. Uh, he served in Bosnia. I served in Bosnia. And there's is as many as the, um, the the Gulf War vets and things like that. There's not too many of us Bosnia dudes and, and gals hanging around. Uh, so you know you get that, and when somebody else experiences something, someone else who you know experienced things outside the normal realm of our existence, you you kind of get to a place where you want to talk it out. And so that's something that, that these three reasons are some very good reasons why you might be able to uh, check out uh, talking to a, a mental health professional. You want to be able to talk about these kind of things. Uh, you want to be able to figure it out uh, before maybe even the signs uh, that I talked about back in episode 12, uh, the, the six warning signs that things may be spinning out of control. If you get out ahead of it, then you can actually get things done before they get spun out of control. So thank you for taking the time out of your day to hang out and listen uh, to me uh, again. Um, the topic of veteran mental health is uh, so important that it's the foundation of all our success. And it's the cause of a lot of our failure. As you go through this week, just do a headspace and timing check and make sure that you're on point with where you need to be in your head. Reach out to us at VeteranMentalHealth.com or ChangeYourPOV.com. I'm on, li- I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter. Uh, at the uh, at the counseling vet, I'm on Facebook. You can find us. Uh, not only am I a big guy in real life, I got a pretty wide presence on the web, and uh, and I really do want to change how you think about veteran mental health. And I can't do that if we're not having a conversation. So uh, feel free to reach out. Let me know what you think about the show, how you feel like we're doing, and and tell me if I'm uh, you know if I'm on point or off point or. Or uh, I, I need to maybe change the way I'm thinking. I'd love to hear it uh, because uh, if we're all thinking the same way, then nobody's thinking, as one of the Motivation Monday quotes went. So thank you again, and I look forward to talking to you next week. The struggle is real. Found a piece and lost a soul. Eventually, my drinking it got out of control. There in darkness, I roam, struggling to find home. See, suddenly death didn't feel so alone. Twenty-two a day, destination unknown. It could have been avoided. So I guess all we get is the tone Nothing but bone weeds overgrown Pushing up stones I've triumphed over enemies Co-creating enemies Broke out facilities That try to put an end to me R.I.P. I'd rather grind in tranquility Authentic tendency Embrace my ability
So there you have it, folks. Another episode of Headspace and Timing, a show dedicated to changing your perspective on better mental health. I'd like to thank Doc Todd for giving us permission to use the track Not Alone from his amazing album, Combat Medicine. Doc's a guy who's trying to bring the discussions about veteran mental health out of the darkness and into the light, and you need to check him out. Head over to therealdoctod.com to purchase the album and support the cause. You're not alone, veterans. Ever. The struggle is real, found a piece and lost a soul Eventually my drinking, it got out of control There in darkness I roam, struggling to find home See suddenly death didn't feel so alone 22 a day, destination unknown It could have been avoided if you picked up the phone But now you're gone, so I guess all we get is the tone Nothing but bone weeds, overgrown, pushing up stones I've triumphed over enemies, co-creating enemies Broke out facilities that tried to put an end to me R.I.P., I'd rather grind in tranquility Authentic Tennessee, embrace my ability Are you looking for more ways to learn about military and veteran culture? Are you a mental health professional or public health professional without lived experience in the military but find yourself working with veterans? Are you a caregiver or a family member of a veteran? Then you might be interested in a series of books that have been released with you in mind. By going to veteranmentalhealth.com forward slash books, you can check out three books that give you an insight into veteran mental health from a combat veteran perspective. 
These books are a collection of short, consumable essays that discuss a wide range of topics related to mental health and wellness in post-military life. Head on over to VeteranMentalHealth.com forward slash books and check them out for yourself or follow the link in the show notes.